News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, consent lessons should be expanded to secondary schools. That was the message at an Oireachtas committee uh, yesterday. Uh, UCC Professor Louise Crowley spoke to that committee. She joins us now. Uh, Louise, uh, tell us the argument for consent lessons in secondary as opposed to wait until third level. Morning, Shane. Morning. Um, the, well, I, I think the argument is, is hard to defeat. Uh, we know that students are coming to us at third level already having experienced significant levels of uh, sexual hostility, harassment and even violence. Um, uh, and it, it's not just that young people are engaging in sexual and intimate activity, but it's much, much beyond that. It's the type of behaviour that they are experiencing on a regular basis, which we know from various um, surveys that have been conducted. And a recent one by the Rape Crisis Network of Ireland highlighted the prevalence of sexual harassment and violence amongst young people. So, you know, in, in Information is power and uh, I think it's incumbent upon us to uh, recognise the challenges that young people face and to give them the language and the understanding of, of what unacceptable behaviour looks like and, and to know, um, to, to know um, how to respond to it and how to support each other when these things happen. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not in any way arguing against uh, these, these classes, but I suppose I'm, I'm wondering, is a lot of that knowledge not already there? I would have thought kids nowadays are very aware of what's acceptable and, and very aware of the kind of language to use uh, in, in, around these cases. Well, understanding what consent is and perhaps more importantly, what, what isn't consent and being able to communicate consent and also recognise when consent is being communicated to you is something that's really critical in terms of their knowledge. And we must remember that a lot of young people's knowledge comes from the Internet, which, as we know, can be a source of great information, but also undoubtedly can be the source of a lot of falsehood and even toxic messages. We're very aware of the high profile influencers who um, who share very toxic and misogynistic thoughts about yeah, women yeah. Um, and these, th- this information is filling the information gap for many young people in particular young men and so it's really critical that we have a, a, a way to uh, access young people and to do so in a safe way in an evidence-based way in an educated way to ensure that they actually are getting the right information. Uh, I, I'm not in any way uh, playing down the impact of, of the kind of people you spoke about who are uh, engaging in that kind of toxic uh, talk but, but I imagine porn is probably an even bigger problem is it porn is a is a is a horrific problem and we we know that a huge amount of young people are accessing porn and at a younger and younger age and so what they're seeing is a portrayal of you know a perceived relationship which we know you know is represents abuse and power and is the furthest thing from a loving relationship and respectful relationship that you can imagine so having conversations about porn bringing those conversations into the classroom is not um you know a, any form of grooming or inappropriate conversation rather it's meeting those young people where they're at, if they are, I mean, even if they're not um, actively looking for porn, we know that it's being accessed simply because of pop-ups and the way in which, you know, on TikTok or whatever the, the social oh, media I think it's impossible to avoid, isn't it, if, you're, if you have a phone? It's impossible to avoid. So we know they're seeing it and we cannot deny that. And so we have to give them, you know, the, 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 the truth. We have to give them the information and we have to allow them to be able to discern how um, okay. toxic those, th- those images uh, are. Why, why did you mention... Uh, grooming there. Sorry, is that is that a is that a, a an assertion made by some people opposed to this that this is inappropriate? Well, inappropriate. I I kind of can understand why people might suggest that. Don't necessarily agree with, but understand. Yeah, yeah. But but grooming is that is that a is yeah, that so, is that a, so, something that is leveled at it? 
Yeah. So, the, I mean, the, the I suppose the negative response to the suggestion of introducing consent classes, bystander intervention classes and conversations amongst our young people about all of these issues, the, the, the contrary voice uh is that we are introducing them to, I mean, the terms like paedophilia and grooming um, and uh, pornography, you know, in, interestingly yeah. and ironically, are, are thrown out by, by people. That, that's nonsense. That. Uh, look, that's nonsense. But is there, I mean, might there be parents out there who more legitimately are worried that it'll be in some way putting pressure on their kids to be sexually yeah. active before they're well, ready or want to be? This is the importance of, I suppose, engaging with the, the type of work we're doing in UCC with the Bystander Programme and the great work of Active Consent in Galway, in that we have evidence-based programmes that we can demonstrate are appropriate, age-appropriate and respectful and ensure that it's information that we're giving to the young people. We are not um, we are not promoting necessarily sexual relations. We are certainly sex positive in terms of recognising, you know, the value of a loving and an intimate relationship, but age-appropriately. But again, we're denying the reality if if we say that this is inappropriate because they are getting the information everywhere else, as you can imagine, with their immediate access online. So I understand parents, some parents will be um, nervous um, about the type of content that might be delivered. And, and for that reason, we do engage with the schools and, and with the parents and the boards of management to ensure that they know what we are bringing into the schools and that they can recognise the value. But Shane, what I would tell you is that in our experience in, in rolling out the pilot bystander programme in 50 schools nationwide is that there was no pushback from parents. The parents were sending in the consent forms immediately because okay. I think they really value this opportunity for the young people to have what can be a difficult conversation for parents. Absolutely. So that's the other challenge that we are very happy to to provide the basics that they perhaps then can go home and more comfortably speak about it because it's hard for the young people to, to when they don't have the language and they may be nervous. We need to take that away and we need to empower them with these classes. Louise Crowley, UCC professor, thank you for talking to News Talk breakfast this morning. Uh, let us know, do you agree with Louise? 87 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.